0: up everybody it's your draft queens Kate and Michelle and welcome
1: to a brand new episode of our favorite drafts on drafts what is Woo! drafts on drafts oh there's a cheer yeah there's lots of cheering going on for drafts on drafts yeah! it's Kate and I's favorite part of the week amongst others basically every time we record for draft queens it's our favorite however drafts on drafts is just the best what do we do what is, what is pe- there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing wrong with it it's the best it's the best we drink a beer we talk sports honestly i say this on every episode but it's the truth it's really just a sneak preview into kate and i's friendship this is what kate and i would be doing at a bar in brooklyn any day of the week you name it we'd be drinking a beer and talking about something in sports and pop culture that's just who we are
0: on behalf of us i'm gonna crack this beer right open
1: (laughs) (laughs) normally Normally i'd crack mine on the air but as i was telling kate before the mics were hot um i needed to open mine with a can opener so uh mine is already open cheers to that
0: cheers to that cheers to that um let me tell you what i'm drinking before i ask what you're drinking okay i would like to tell you about this new beer that i found (laughs) i found it in uh, lake Winnipesaukee in new hampshire have you been there
1: I have not. Yeah.
0: It is a big-ass lake in southern New Hampshire Mm. that is about an hour and a half over the Massachusetts border, I would say. Um, This was the sneakiest best find ever. I would love to give a big shout-out to Twin Barns Brewing Company on Lake Winnipesaukee. I don't know what town it was. Maybe Guilford or something like that. Uh, or Meredith, I don't know, somewhere, if you are from that area of New Hampshire or anywhere remotely close, it was a total, it was an awesome experience. One of the best New England IPAs I think I've had, it's called the Palmerstown, and it is a citra, amarillo, and mosaic hop delight. I'm obsessed with this beer. It's a very high endorsement because I loved it. I loved it.
1: Wow. Okay. I dig it. I'm going to have to give one uh, a try one of these days. Uh, I am sipping on a switchback ale, which is from Burlington, Vermont. It is 5% alcohol. I love it. They come in cute little bottles. Um, they also come in cans, but they mostly come in cute little bottles, which is where I, I first ended up liking them. I'm telling you, uh, Burlington, Vermont, crushing it. These switchbacks are amazing. Big fan.
0: I'm loving that we're representing the, like, New England this week. I'm loving, and honestly, I think that Vermont has the best beers, like, in in the country. What, wow. That, that's my, that would be my hot take. It's not really that hot of a take. They have really, really, really good beer.
1: I mean, they do. The thing, you know what's really tough about, like, sort of these, like, crafty kind of beers is, like, everybody does them and everybody does a lot of them. I think people started to spread spread themselves a little too thin. And so like you really should like pick your poison, stick to it, make it great. You know, some of these breweries have like 60 different kinds of IPA. It's like, why don't you just have three really good IPAs instead of 60 Barely different IPAs, so that's a bold statement. I don't know. I love the I love this particular beer from Vermont. I don't know that I would make them the breadwinner on the entire East Coast or the country, but that's a bold statement right there.
0: Uh, you know, we're filled with bold statements on this show, which probably is a good segue now into our topic for today. Today's topic is huge. It is so so important. And so important that we decided to prioritize it this week instead of talking about one of our huddle headlines uh, like we usually do coming off of Monday's show. Um, This Wednesday, we are talking about Waiver Wire 101. What is it? What are the basics? What type of waivers are in your league? And any general tips, hacks, tricks, tricks, Things that we can teach you from our extensive and many-year knowledge of fantasy football because the waivers, Michelle, are the way that you can win your league. It is just, there is no way around it. If you don't understand waiver wires, it's really hard to win every season. So we'll try and break some of it down. But from the jump, do you know what a waiver wire is?
1: Um, yes, thankfully I do. I mean, imagine if I answered that question, no. We would have a yeah. very, very <laughs> you severe would be out of a job. issue right now. <laughs> we would have a very severe problem. I shouldn't be hosting the show. I shouldn't be the commissioner of a fantasy football league. We'd have much bigger issues. That said, for those that don't know, you probably do, but that's okay. Waiver wires are the method in which teams add free agents to their roster once the league draft is complete. So obviously we talked a ton about drafting, draft strategy, who to draft, blah, blah, blah. We talked about our drafts. Have no fear. Once you've drafted, changes can be made. That's essentially what the waiver wire is. There are people out there that were not drafted at the onset, which means they're all available to be picked up by you at a certain point During your fantasy football season, God forbid you have injuries, you got to go to the waiver wire. If there's guys that you were on the fence about, you know, and they're starting to perk up, you want to get them off the waiver wire. Sometimes someone creeps out of nowhere and you go get them on the waiver wire. But essentially, the waivers are where you can go and make changes to your team. Yes, your draft is important fantasy, but you know what else is important? Keeping your eye on the waiver to make changes.
0: Yeah, exactly. So when you pull up your Yahoo, ESPN, NFL apps, wherever you're playing fantasy, um, you'll see some sort of a button that says players or something to that effect. That is your waiver wire. And I would like to clarify because I think there's some mystery around this. The waiver wires are a real thing. In football, in real football, not just fantasy football. This is based on a real system that happens in the NFL. People get claimed off the waivers. Free agents get claimed off the waivers all the time. That's why you see trades happening at all times um, and pickups as well. So I would say if if there's any question around what it takes to build your 53-man team and what the waivers are, Go back and listen to our episode of Drafts on Drafts about Cam Newton and the 53-man team. It's really interesting, but it's based on a real thing. The waivers are real. They are also implemented in fantasy. And there's a couple basics that I think are really important about the waivers. So from a very baseline level, we know, everyone listening knows, hopefully, that games play from Thursday night football to Monday night football. And then there is an off period for games. That's Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays, hack number one for this episode is set an alarm or something. A reminder for yourself or follow our feed on Instagram or Twitter. We will remind you that Tuesdays and Wednesdays are your days to hit the waiver wires. Waiver Wednesday. That is like, that's the motto I feel like. You know what I
1: mean? Yes and no waiver. So we should talk about this because typically okay, let's do it. Typically by Wednesday, your waivers are uh, uh, the transactions that you've put in is, is yes, when they're finalized. Point. Right. So in theory, you can be putting in waiver, you know, claims whenever you want. And Kate and I will talk to you a little bit about there's, There's numerous different ways in which, you know, this sort of happens, how you get your approved, you know, uh, players from the transactions. I think Waiver Wednesday is like the day where you want to wake up nice and early like Kate does and see if your transaction uh, got put through. However, you you can be putting in these transactions at any point. You could be sitting in front of Thursday Night Football, put one in, you know, Sunday when the game's, you can do it whenever, we'll talk to you a little bit about like how those get processed because it's different in different leagues but Wednesday is is the point where those things are approved or not approved and you know if you've gotten the uh the claims that you put in. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's a really good clarification actually because t- let's just one Monday night football ends. You have until 11:59 p.m. on Tuesday between Monday and Tuesday to put in your waiver claims. In most leagues. For in that following leagues. week. Yep, exactly. Right. And then on Wednesdays, for waiver Wednesdays, that's when you set your lineups before the Thursday night football game. So that's like the most basic breakdown of why we waiver and what they are. The now, tricky part, <laughs> the <yeah>. tricky part <laughs> is that not every waiver is created equal. So same thing. In the same way that your waivers, when you go into your app, if you click on players, you can see who's available – You can also go to your league settings. Go to your league settings and check what kind of waivers your league has.
1: Yeah, There's a bunch. There's a bunch. And it's, you know, we'll walk you through the four four main types of waivers. And you should obviously make sure you know which one you're in because it does affect the way in which, you know, you put these in. It's also worth, like... If you don't like the one that you have or you didn't know that these other ones existed, that's why we are here breaking it down for you. Because you know what? Call your commissioner and tell your commissioner, hey, commish, you know what? This whole first come first serve thing, I don't like it for waivers. I think we exactly. should do something else. So that brings us to the first one. First come first serve. Basically means what it sounds like you can essentially obtain a player like in that very instant. If you happen to be on your app uh watching uh, this happens all the time and I- I'm going to I'm going to rant on this for a minute cuz I hate first come first serve. Yeah, like, we got to rank them cuz I ugh, fucking hate first come hate first serve. I hate first come first first serve. We used to have it in one of the leagues that I played for and what really pissed me off about it was like it didn't give you the opportunity to enjoy any of the games that you're watching because people in your league are like feverishly on their phones being like, oh, so-and-so just got hurt, I'm gonna go get the backup, or this guy just went off, so I'm gonna go get him off the waivers. And because that person was feverishly on their phone, they were able to make those ads and drops like literally in, in that moment. And by the time you get around to it being like, oh shit, my guy got hurt, or oh, I think this would be really interesting for my team, It's too late because it's come and gone in a flash because you're not on your phone or by your computer or whatever you're doing. I personally think on Sunday and Monday and Thursday, fine, but mostly Sunday, you should be drinking beers at a bar or doing whatever you're doing, enjoying the games. Yes, you're watching your fantasy scores, but I don't want to be beholden to being on my phone to get the waiver wire that I want. So first come, first serve. I hate you. Um, I don't like that method. Certainly, there are leagues that use it, but it literally means you could you you don't have to wait. You, you r- really could just get that player right away if they're available. I agree
0: with hating first come, <laughs> first serve. So go ahead and change that if that's what you're... Le- there are way more fun waivers that do not... If you like panicking, do first come, first serve. <laughs> it's a panic mode. You have to be obsessed every single minute of football to be good at first come, first serve. It's not fair. It's not fun. I don't like it. Well, let's move on to the next one. Let's which, move on.
1: All right. Which one would you like to talk about next?
0: Um, I would like to talk about a worst to first. So. Worst to first. Okay. Again, like, let's start with the simple ones, which are just worst to first means exactly that. Your worst teams are the first to pick up off the waivers And they have the first opportunity to draft their free agents. And then the second lowest team has the same opportunity. And it keeps going and going and going worst to first, depending on your ranking.
1: Based on your weekly standing. So that one's actually kind of interesting because, you know, it it is a week to week situation. Obviously, first come, first serve is what it sounds like. Happens in an instant. Worst to first is really looking at your rankings week over week, um, and so that one it's semi it's semi interesting to me. I've never I've never played in one that's worst to first actually.
0: Neither have I. I. I usually it's a continual rolling, which is the next one that I think we should talk about. But worst to first is pretty cut and dry. Um, it seems like it's fair enough, but also if I'm being candid, not my favorite. So maybe we should talk about continual rolling.
1: Yeah, Do you have an
0: opinion on
1: continual rolling lists? Continual rolling is probably the most popular one, I would imagine. And so the waiver priority list is created based on the standings or by a randomizer, two different ways, right? So standings, um, you know, is one way of doing it, randomizer is another way, and then they're based sort of, you know, kind of in that order. Um, They're also typically based on the order in which you drafted in. So if you got a really shitty you're in a 12-team league, you're drafting 8-10, you're pissed because you're not getting the top. You know yep. what? You get first dibs at the waiver wire, which, you know, works to, to your advantage, and then it sort of loops around, you know, from there. I, I, I tend to like this one just because I feel like that's somewhat of a way to normalize it. Like, sure, if you had the first pick, should you be able to get, like, whatever you want off the waiver wire? No, maybe the tenth place team should get like there has to be some upside to to drafting, you know, right. last in your league, right? And and, yeah. and the waiver wire priority list is is one of those. So this one, um this one, you know, is I think probably pretty standard. Um and, you know, one to uh yeah, I I I like this one. I
0: like this one too. I would say this is my second favorite, which falls directly behind my favorite waiver claim method i think right this this one is this one is hard but i think it's a lot of fun and that's blind bidding uh aka bbid
1: have you you done this
0: so my second league is blind bid wow i haven't done
1: this okay
0: yeah it's so you basically get a kitty of money (laughs)
1: <laughs> and
0: it's, it's also known as your FAAB, your FAB, which is your Free Agent Acquisition
1: Budget. So oh let's God. say in why my we call, league, we just call it money, just call it cash money, just call
0: it a cat. <laughs> just call it cash. Like, why are we doing BBID <laughs> why do we with so FAAB? Why? Like, say, who are these fucking idiots making is, these acronyms? Stop honestly, doing it. Stop this is it. This is
1: fantasy football. The way that you're explaining it, it sounds like we're doing like, I don't know, investment banking. Like you got cash in the bank to bid on the guy that you want.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. So you may have in your, whether it's called BBID, whether it's called FAAB, all these fucking stupid-ass acronyms, <laughs> and now I'm getting loose because I'm almost done with my beer. But that being said, you get some money and you bid on it. And so it's, it's a little bit, like, just in the spirit of fantasy football, which, by the way, is betting, uh, so is <laughs> your waivers. Like, the other day I bet. I think it was like twenty-eight bucks or something like that, thirty-two bucks on on Elijah Mitchell, and I lost out because someone outbid me by five bucks. And it's fun because you don't have any idea unless you've played with your league for a long time and you know people's risk assessments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea how much people are bidding on players or what they need. So I've heard of people spending or people who vouch for Spend all your money on the player you need week two type thing. I have other people who are like, yeah, just parse out the money over a little period of time. My personal opinion on it, Michelle, take your fab budget, use it, use about 30 to 50 percent and use it twice. That's it. That's all you need. You'll get the players you need twice this time. And that's your uh,
1: those are your waiver claims. I kind of love this. I I feel like we should maybe, like, think about doing this for our DQ League next year. I feel like – I think the thing about this one is you just have to make sure you know your league, right? Like, you have to have people that are, like, pretty invested because – You do have to put in some like time and thought of like how much do i want to bid for this which which is not a bad thing just know your league if it's people that are more like set it and forget it and i'm not like that create like whatever then it's probably not worth it and they'll probably hate this method but i think like if you got a good you know crew um that's really invested they'll be willing to spend a little extra time doing this and like make the stakes a little bit more interesting. So I've never done it. I'm glad you have because your take on it's really interesting. Honestly, maybe we should think about doing that for uh, for DQ League next year. I kind of dig it.
0: I think it's worth considering for any league. So to recap, there are four different types of waivers your league could have.
1: You're at the two-minute warning. You're at the two-minute warning. I'm just telling you. The beer, the switchback you ale finish is You finished your beer done. already? The switchback ale is done. You're at the two-minute warning. I got more. All right. Damn. I'm, just, I'm just telling All right, you. Wait. Can we pause for a second while I take a big swig? Here we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go.
0: <sighs> That's a waterfall, baby. Okay. So there are four di- – now I'm loose. Okay. There are four <laughs> different kinds of waivers that your league could have. There is first come, first serve. first-served, worst-to-first, Continual rolling, and blind bid, aka Fab. Should we rank them because we have our two minute drill happening now, for which your league should be doing, or which one that we endorse implicitly?
1: I mean, I endorse continuous rolling. I think my second favorite is is the bid, and then we're uh, clearly worst to first is my dead last. I hate that one.
0: Worst to first or first come first? Oh, serve? Oh, sorry.
1: So no, first come first serve. Sorry, I hate first that's come the worst first one. Serve. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. No, I agree with you. I agree. I would
0: say like I think I actually like fab slash blind bidding better than I like <laughs> continual rolling. But okay. But it also it depends on your flavor. They're actually tied because it depends on the type of league that you're in. Depends on the people that's in your league and how dedicated they want to be.
1: So the moral of the story here is know the different types. Know the type of waiver rules that you have in your league. If you don't like the type of waiver rules you have in your league, say something to your commissioner and try to change it. And also, yeah, like underscore how important it is to know what you're what you're up against in yours because it does change, you know, how and when you you put in these claims. I remember when we did first uh uh first come first serve. I mean, you were like. You were like waiver wire trigger happy because you were just like a freaking maniac. You know what I mean? Whereas like, if you know you have, if you're number one in the priority, right, that means you're probably going to get who you want. So make sure you use it for someone that you really want and need. Don't just get trigger happy and be like, oh, this guy had a big week this week. I want to pick him up. Like, because then you know what happens after you use your number one, you go to the bottom. So nice. Right. So just PSA. Those are the four types. Know what your league does. Strategize based on that. And if you decide that you don't like it, call your commissioner and yell at them,
0: basically. That is right. And also <laughs> probably, I would say like the, we only have a few catchphrases on this show, a.k.a. No crystal ball. No crystal ball. And also the other one, Michelle, which is which is dedicated to the waivers, is don't get cute. Don't get cute on the waivers and the reason we say that is because if you get cute you pick someone up and you bump down depending on your league to the bottom of the waivers and then you're fucked so <laughs> that is the PSA
1: that is the PSA well I hope this was helpful for folks that honestly I had never really talked too much about the uh, the bidding one so that was like, kind of cool for me to learn so Hopefully, this was helpful for folks. Hopefully, you kind of knew a lot of this already, but you picked up on some new stuff. That's what we're here for. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know, that brings us, I think, to the end of our Waiver Wire uh, 101 today.
0: That does. That does. And by this time next week, we expect you all to be experts on your waivers. So, let us know how it's working. If you have any questions, hit us up. You know where we are on Twitter, Instagram, and We will see you tomorrow for Thursday night football in our hearts. And then we will actually see you on Friday for week three analysis of what you should be doing for starting and sitting on your fantasy team. So let's go fam. And we will see you on Friday morning at 8 a.m.